Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I'm my chip ups, man. I got this, yeah. Welcome back, Ankle Pickers. It's a Monday evening. We've got an unusually full gaggle of humans on the pod this evening for a Set the Spread dot five episode of Ankle Pick Pod. I'd like to welcome all three or four at this point of our usual crew. We've got at MMA Capper underscore DK. Dan, how you doing? We're doing good. Doing good. Riding high off of a big boomtown win tonight in the horse race. Love horse race dubs. We've got another usual on the set to spread episodes at Kingpin MMA, fresh off of killing some Nazis, virtual Nazis. Reese, how you doing? <laughs> All-time terrible opening, but I'm doing all right. This is an Bobby anti-Nazi podcast. We, I think we're allowed to say that. And Let's start off the first episode <laughs> of season two for set the spread. And uh, a, a guest to our set the spread episode Parker's joining us for an unusual episode of the set the spread. It's called a little call of duty. Ad. How are we right. doing? Free ads. We actually did need to clarify there. <laughs> I, know. I feel like we did. Well, I'm glad we're clarified. We're back to set some spread. We have an underrated card this weekend. A couple of fun fights up and down. We're here for the main card in particular, though. We've got six fights currently scheduled. We'll hope that they all go as planned at the Apex Arena. Back in Vegas after a week off, coming back from Fight Island. And uh, let's jump right in. Any questions, comments, concerns in the meantime, boys? Uh, one thing I would like you to touch on is just a little note on where we finished up last season. And then also let us know, you know, who, who's going to come out the gates hot tonight and start off first? That's actually big. And I don't want to. I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm guaranteeing that I come out hot tonight. You come out hot? All right. Well, hot. let's see. Let's see, because I want to go ahead, Cole. Pick last season we had a five-five and one draw between at MMA Capper DK and at Kingpin MMA. So that doesn't necessarily lead us one way or another. But your current MCC leader will be DK with a ten point eight seven advantage over Reese's seven point five eight. So DK will lead us off. (laughs) Top of the card, a lightweight bout. Carlos Diego Ferreira and Benil Dariush. DK, take us away. All right. Um, yeah, I, I'd love to lead off on this because these are two of my favorite fighters in the UFC. Um, they're both really well-rounded. They're great strikers. They're, they're both black belts on, on in jiu-jitsu. Um, they actually fought, I think, in 2014, a, a long time ago, two different versions of these two guys. And in that one, Dariush was i think a decently sized favorite um not huge not like 300 but i think it was like upwards of 170 like maybe between 170 and 250 i think it's going to be closer than this one i actually think that where their careers are at it's going to be flipped a little bit i've got cdf my boy from brazil and i wanted to take him close to even i'm getting i'm thinking minus 115 all right. Don't want to call my shot early, but I think this is going to be a free point here for your boy. Um, I'm on the opposite side of this. I, I agree with Danny, but uh, CDF, 
36. Darius, 31. Darius has definitely slowed down. Those knockouts from the flash knockout from Hernandez and that knee from Barbosa uh, worried me a little bit on where his career trajectory is going, but he's started to pick up some steam. I, I think if Darius is even, like Danny's predicting, I'm hammering that to kingdom come. But I'm not going to be a cheese ball, and I'm not going to say, like, Darius minus 110. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go real with it. I think this line is Darius minus 165. Reese, you might be hammering this one to kingdom come. Wow. Your current favorite, Ferreira, minus 125, and it opened at minus 125. No line movement thus far. Feeling hot, very, hot, hot. Very good, Danny. Very good. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Second wow. fight of the main card, bantamweight bout. We've got Cody Stamen and Andre Yule. Reese, go for it. I mean, both these guys, we've seen them in the UFC, you know, a couple fights now. Yule's got really good range management, especially at bantamweight. He's a long guy, good boxer. But Stamen's just that pressure wrestler that I I think actually can make a name for himself in this division. Yo, pause. Sorry. Um Tapology and I just confirmed it on Twitter. You will you will dropped out. Asker Askarov is taking this fight, so it's Stamen versus Asker Askarov. Let's just do this live. Reese, fuck it, go for I'm it. I'm in. Okay, wow. Let's um, see if I can get a line real quick. Well, that's a lot different of a fight than I was going to do. Well, just for just for the memes, humor us. What what was the line going to be for the other one, the old one, the U? Damon was, was a big guys... favor, minus two or minus three twenty is where it sat after minus two sixty five. I was going to say I was going to say Stamen minus two fifty. So Dan, where were you going to go on that? I think I was going to go a little bit lower, but I was favoring lower, Stamen okay. pretty significantly. I think I was going to go yeah. like one eighty. Yeah, I agree. I was just I just was getting in the buildup. Okay, there's a lot tougher of a fight here. Right, Asker Askarov is a whole different animal. He really is. That's also going to require him to move up and wait. I'm assuming this is done at bantamweight. I'm seeing – where is it? I don't have a line anyway. All right. Well, let's just yeah, – no, uh, Let's just saying, scratch the whole thing. showing their latest weight. I'm not see, seeing – That's fine. Let's just scratch the whole thing. we still got five. That means we'll get a winner. That's fine. Love I'll it. take, I'll take Pantoja right. right now. All right. Flyweight bout. Second fight of the main card, barring the Stamen Askarov potential being scheduled there too. We'll see. Pantoja versus Manel Cape or Cape. He's making a UFC debut out of Portugal. Reese. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I I know Danny said he's mentioned that he's seen this guy in Ryzen before. I've I've read articles about him before. Like I've I've heard of him, but I don't know a ton about him. I've full disclosure, I've never seen him fight. The one thing that's interesting to me is the fact that the UFC would give him a guy like Pantoja in his UFC debut, someone who I think is widely overlooked and extremely talented. Um, I'm, I'm a big, big Pantoja fan. I remember even on the ultimate fighter, he came in at like the eight seed in the bracket and he ended up, I think winning the whole thing or coming up runner up, but yeah, I, I, I don't know anything about uh, this other guy. So I'm not, I, it's really tough to make this call. But I imagine, I imagine Pantoja is going to be a pretty significant favorite just due to the UFC experience, the uh, and just the the type of fight uh, that he's good at fighting. The other thing too that needs to be mentioned is that it, it, according to Tapology, Cape uh, or Cape fights at, at bantamweight. So I'm assuming he's going to be cutting down to flyweight 
as that's Pantoja's comfortable spot, obviously, is flyweight. So this sounds actually one that I think you might have, I mean, depending what tape reveals, you might actually have a sleeper here, but I, I, I think Pantoja is still going to be the heavy favorite. And I think it's going to be high enough to say like Pantoja minus 195. That would make um, Cape like plus 180, correct? 175, 180, yeah, right around there. I, I would really like that number. I'm thinking it's going to really? be lower. Um, as you said, like I'm a prospect guy. I watch Ryzen. And it's a lot showing that the UFC is confident to give him this tough of a test in his debut. We talked last week about a bunch of guys who got a lot of respect from the UFC in their initial debut, and they've shown to live up to that potential. I think this is going to be one of those situations. I think the UFC and diehard fight fans, people who bet on the fights before Saturday, people influencing this line, I think they're pretty high on Cape. Um, not high enough to make him a favorite, obviously, but I see him a, a little bit closer to even, probably one Pantoja minus 130, 140. On the number, DK, minus 140 Woo! after opening up minus 130. Hot, hot, hot. Yeah. Third or fourth fight of the main card. We'll see how that one plays out, but Women's bantamweight, Macy Chiasen and Marion Renau. Yeah, all right. Good, good after luck, Danny. Good luck. <laughs> Shit. I can't yeah. believe you just drilled that last one. Uh, Pantoja, that tells me that you hammered. That line is, is a, a sharp a sharp better's dream. Everyone's going to be on Pantoja there, I'd imagine. Like Sorry, I said I in the first, like I said the first time Pantoja came up, though he's like a sports car. He starts fast. He's cool to look at until he breaks down, and it happens 100%. every fight. Hundred percent. But in a three-round flyweight bout where Cape's cutting weight, yeah, we, we can. We'll get into it later. Yeah, in we'll get into down. it. We'll get into it. All uh, right, I'm down 0-2. I need to run. All right, Chiazin, I mean, this is this is the easiest no bet for me on the card. I don't know enough about either of these women. Chiazin, I mean. She has one loss in her career. Meanwhile, uh, Marion Hano is coming off of three straight. Imagine that the line is favoring Macy. The question is how high, because I think that all women's fights are a coin toss. So I'm going to go minus 160. Uh, I wish there was a button I could hammer that just says too low. Marion Hano, I actually have a lot of respect for, and she actually might be a good dog bet here. In all honesty, as we all know, she's definitely the dog. Uh, Macy's gotten a lot of respect, uh, and and she's been talked about a lot uh, in in the women's community for sure. But Renault's a girl that's been around the block for a while. She's actually pulled off a couple good upsets. That's gotten her these last couple fights that Danny mentioned that put her on this skid. The only thing that's concerning for me, and and it is very concerning, is she's forty three now. And Macy's just starting to hit stride. I think she's probably like late 20s, 28, 27, 29 in that range. So for me, I, I think that she's going to have a bigger edge than that. I, and I honestly would go as high as like 235, Macy. Bringing himself back into it, point kingpin. Okay. Okay. Open minus Give 225. Give me more women's fights. What is it? I need, I need some like deep analytics on what my percentage would be if women's MMA wasn't included. 
Screw you. Open Great. minus 225, currently at minus 220. Okay. So very little movement. You, you were right around that. Yeah. I was a little high shocking. I was, and I would have guessed it would have continued to go higher, but we'll see. All right. Comain, second to last fight of the evening. DK, you're going to take us from here. Frankie Edgar, Corey Sandhagen. This one's a lot of fun. Uh, the Sandman, his only loss professionally, I think, is to Aljo. Um, no, he's got two. But I can't. Okay, his only UFC lost. I'm, I just I just opened his record. Yeah, uh, but Jamal Emmer's fights in the UFC, but yeah. Right. Um, and that was just a stylistic kind of nightmare for him. He got backpacked up real quick. Frankie Edgar's a guy who's been around the sport forever. Absolute legend. I lost a lot of money betting on Munoz against him in this past fight, a fight that I actually thought Munoz won and that he got robbed on the scorecards. In my head, Frankie Edgar's on a three-fight losing streak on top of being, what, 39 years old. I don't think that he is the answer anymore. This line's going to be heavy, Corey Sanhagen, in my head. I'm going to go maybe minus 330. Seems pretty big. Yeah, that that you put me in a really tough spot. Um, so my analysis is almost identical uh, to Danny's. I do think that come fight night, there might be a small play on Frankie, which just seems ridiculous. But for, you got to remember, I mean, he spent, I think he has a UFC record for time in the octagon. And it took him all the way until he was 38 against uh, – Ortega to finally be finished, which blows my mind. And so, and if you look I, at his record, it's the epitome of experience. He's fought oh, yeah. absolutely the who's who of this oh, sport yeah. for 20 years now. I mean, and, it, and it hasn't slowed down. I mean, he just fought Holloway, he just fought Korean Zombie, just I mean, Ortega, are, Yair, Jeremy Stevens, Aldo, right? And he took Aver, and BJ, Oliveira, Aldo again, he, BJ Penn like he, three times. Even the fact that he took Munoz to decision and Holloway to decision, like the chin's still there. I think that this line will be wrong. Like I think that I think that I actually almost know that Corey Sandhagen's gonna win, but I, I'm actually shocked it's as high as it is. The one thing, Danny, that I it put me in a tough spot is and I and and I'll be shocked. I think you hit it right on the nail. I literally think it's th- – I had 3.30 coming in. So now my problem is, am I going over or under 3.30? Because 3.30 – I actually I actually had 3.15 written on my sheet, and I went a little bit because I talked myself into it with that an- like analysis. I came in, came in with 3.30. I'm not willing to bend. And and my problem is, I want to I say under because Frankie's a Hall of Famer, first ballot, and I think he's being overlooked. But I want to stay over because I – I just imagine that, I mean, it's like, I just feel like this type of fight for Corey, a, a fight that a lot of people have that negative kind of negative uh, feeling about Frankie and Corey's coming off that amazing flash knockout of Marlon Marais, a guy his that steak is so high right now. His steak is so high his right doctor, now. Whatever. So I don't want to fight right Danny, but I have to, because I was at three 30. And so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Fuck it. I'm gonna go over. Give me three. Right, I think I got it. Give me three thirty-one. 
opened at 300 minus 440 sandhagen Ooh, a four in front of there wait whoa wait where, 350, where positive 350 on that year dude if we if we're recording video if we go back like 20 seconds i was so confident when he said over i'm like i i look i added to my number i juiced it up a little bit it's not gonna be 330 the fact that danny what? juiced it up a little Danny, if you didn't mention you juiced it up a little bit, I might have gone under, but I was like, I got to stick with over because he's thinking under, so I want to bump it over. Oh, my. I when, when he said I was so four, confident. He goes, if we could run the tape back, he goes, it opened at 300. I'm like, oh, Danny clinched this one. Then he hits us with the four burger. What? Where's that line from? That's crazy. Five times. But it's it's pretty consistent wow. across the board. Like, I, I, might, I might sprinkle a little Frankie in after this. After this. The answer. And also, I might want to add and mention that as ugly as this has been for me, we're, we're even, boys. We're even. Too. Heavyweight bout to cap it off. I did not think. If I that. win this, I'll actually feel gross. Danny's outplayed me here, but it does not matter. Heavyweight main event, Alexander Volkov and Alistair Overeem, who it seems like is fighting every other week for the last couple of years. Reese's turn to lead us off. Oh shit. Um, I'll be honest. I, I I really don't know on this one, and I think the thing that's holding me back is the fact that I'm such a fan of the Reem that I don't want to imagine he's a dog, especially on his final push for the title. He showed some good heart. I, but I. I hate the spot that I'm in because I know Volkov has stylistically is, is a pretty, this is a pretty decent matchup for him and Overeem's chin has, has shown to be questionable. And if, if he's been I knocked out if, double digit times, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah but viciously might add too. I mean, the Nganu one still has his head in orbit and it just, it puts me in a spot where, I, I want to say Overeem. I, I have a gut feeling that it's Volkov. But, so I'm just going to go low. I'm going to go very low with it because I truly don't know, and I'm going to kind of make Danny make the pick. I'm going to take Volkov, and I'm just going to do it minus 120. I have no idea. I'm going to go minus 120 Volkov, minus 110 Reem. I'm going to thank you because I think you've given me the night. Um, I, I echo everything you say. I'm a big, big Overeem fan. He's going to make it onto my card tonight. And a big reason is because stylistically, I think that Vegas isn't respecting him here. I, or isn't going to whatever. I think he's a bigger dog than you think. And I'm so excited about him. You think Reem um, is a bigger dog than, than even right now? I think that Vegas is going to, because on, on, on first glance, I got to be honest. My thought was, Reem's chin isn't there. This is a matchup of high levels kickboxing versus high level kickboxing. Dutch kickboxing on both ends, I might add. Um, so there's not going to be a lot of elbows and knees for those that aren't like weird like me. Um, but I think that Vegas is going to see this as just a young version, a quicker version of Overeem, a bad matchup. But that's also what they thought about Jarzinho. And Overeem was winning that whole thing until the last punch. I'm so excited to bet him on a dog here. I think he's going to be a little bit more. I think he's going to be like a plus 140. So that, that makes minus 160, right? Yeah. So but Volkov opened, excuse me, Overeem opened as your favorite minus 125. 
I was going to say, Overeem, Overeem, my initial instinct was Overeem was the favorite, but exactly what Danny encapsulated is what made me swing the pendulum closer to even. Currently sitting at minus 185 is Volkov. DK is going to Love take it. the point and the night. And we're all going to get rich betting Overeem on, on Saturday. I feel it coming. I really do. That's egregious. It's, I, it's, I'm not even head, it's the same. It's an easier matchup in my head than Jar- Jarzinho for five rounds is Volkov for five rounds. He doesn't hit as hard. He doesn't kick as well. Overeem's winning this, and Overeem's not going to get experience, at the end. But, but I, I came into this with having Overeem at like minus 125, minus 130. And the only reason why I swayed it is because I knew or I had a gut feeling. That, that there was going to be disrespect on this line, that Volkov was going to get. The Twitter MMA community, at least, I don't want to say people within the MMA community and have Twitter be that representation, but people online really like Volkov. People online have a lot of respect for him. Crazy. That Overeem is just as good of a kickboxer in terms of traditional Dutch kickboxing, whatever. And the experience is just. It's different. Overeem is hungry. Think- he believes that he can go on another run too. He believes that he got he robbed himself by just like getting lazy in the last five seconds of the Jarzinho fight. He believes he can do it. And you also have to understand that if he does lose this fight here, there's a legitimate talk about retirement right after. I mean, because he's in it for the one last shot at gold. That's why he's here. He said it over and over again. He drops this. It's probably it. Yeah, you're not wrong, but from what I'm I've seen, shocked. he hasn't fallen off. I would say, just a quick recap, I would say the lines that dropped my jaw were Sandhagen and Volkov. I am shocked by the co-main and main event lines. Shocked. Well, we will have some time to tape, have some time to dig a little bit deeper into it by the time we record our normal episode. No recap this week because we got that last week with the week off in between. But anything else to add, boys, before we log off and see no, to our one, taping? No, just one thing. Uh, due to our schedules, it sounds like the main episode is going to come out Friday. So Friday morning, get Thursday night. Yeah, you're going to want to get your picks in right out the gate there. Follow along on Twitter at AnklePickPod. Rate, review, and subscri- subscribe as always. We will catch you later in the week. And let's cue that music. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.